this is just great. I oversleep and now I'm going to be late to the staff meeting again. Graham's going to be mad. I'm probably going to be called into HR again. I don't know where I'm going. I should punch it into the GPS. Siri, how do you spell Worcestershire? Worcestershire. W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R-S-H-I-R-E. Sure, it's fine for Graham to use the company network to play his video games. Dave off of the forums can hang up his posters of Janet Street Porter. But I jammed the stapler one too many times and all of a sudden I gotta get written up. This is just great. Right, is everybody here? Uh, who have we got? Billy? I'm here. Yep, that's great. You are late. Yeah, I got turned around on one of those roundabouts. I couldn't get off of it. Listen, you're only coming from Birmingham. How the hell could it take you this long? To... We only have this meeting once a month here at Sunday 16 Towers. How the hell can you be late for it? Well, I was also on a phone call with the uh, Tropic Skincare Girl. Diane Warwick from Tropic Skincare. Ah. What a dream she was. I'm so glad we managed to get her on that show. It required quite a lot of organising. Anyway, that aside, anybody else here this week? Where Claire and Aid or anybody else bothered to turn up? No. Brilliant. Fantastic. Um, just so you know, Billy, I'm going to record this uh, for our meeting records because, and don't take this personally, your handwriting for the last lot of minutes was absolutely appalling. So we'll just record this one and then we'll have it as evidence for whatever we need later. Um, okay, what have we got from the minutes from the last meeting? So it looks like we had an issue of, uh, you know, maybe coincidence, but all of the office black marker pins uh, disappeared around the same time that uh, Jeff Greenstein left. Right, okay. So why the hell would Jeff Greenstein need a load of black marker pens? Or there, have you seen that X pen of his that he bought? <laughs> I did. I did see that. Apparently, you you have to fund those things somehow. Well, I wasn't thinking so much that. Did you see the state of it? Oh, <laughs> yes. I reckon you might have been touching on that. Okay. Um, where are they this week, anyway? You know, I haven't seen them. Oh, Ooh, hang on. Didn't we fire them? Well, that is been the uh the talk around the sunny 16 corridors uh, around the water cooler yeah there was probably a good reason for it at the time anyway um well put can you make a note on our list order more marker pens we need to get that done because uh yeah it's no good having none here how am i gonna scrawl all over stuff <laughs> all right um what have we got on the agenda for this week's meeting then 
So we wanted to talk about grain splaining. There was uh, a bit of controversy about uh, the bleeps in the latest episode. Yeah, we have had some emails about that, haven't we? Um, you were responsible for putting that show up. Uh, what what was going on with that? Well, apparently I did a, a shit job yes, at it. Yes, you did do a shit job, but the, frankly, it's this kind of cock up that makes us look like a bunch of arseholes to everybody else. I know that you're doing this as a favour, but if you took the time to just not bollocks things up, then we'd look more professional. And... I don't want to lay the blame at your feet, but, you know, Emma and Alex are really young and cool, and I want them to think I'm cool too, so I can't take it up with them. So I'm afraid, yeah, uh, you are going to take the blame for this. Well, that's probably uh, fair. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad you're being big about it, Billy. Just <laughs> don't, don't bollocks it up again, please. Uh, what else have we got this week? So... Uh, Sunny Sixteen Presents is is actually coming up on episode one hundred. Really? Who would have thought we would have uh, made it this far? Um, not me. But then, I'm still in shock that that the uh, main show has made it to episode three hundred. I mean, <laughs> who is listening to that at this point, really? Um, Claire and I were discussing it in the uh, break room earlier. <laughs> You missed out on the uh, delightful biscuits. Yeah, well, we need to talk about the biscuit situation later because, uh, honestly, I'm not happy about that. Um, have you got any ideas for what we could do to... Uh, 100 episodes, when, I don't know whether you saw, on the main show, for episode 100, we visited Ilford, Rachel and I went. It was kind of a big deal. Um, have you thought about what we could do for episode 100 for this uh, feed? Any ideas? Uh... Well, how about um, maybe we could try to talk to Polaroid? That seems like a lot of effort. Tell you what, let's table it for now. Worst case scenario, we'll just toss some rubbish up onto the feed. Um, Next on the agenda. (laughs) Uh, So we wanted to talk about how to potentially encourage more people to get involved with Sunny 16% and do more of those uh, delightful on-location episodes. Yeah, that is a good idea. I knew if this meeting went on long enough, you'd come up with one. Um, (laughs) That has been a bit of a problem lately, hasn't it? We've not had as many of the on-location episodes. Why do you think that is? Well, I think, uh, you know, with uh, the high... Uh, quality material that uh, Jeff and Gabe had been putting out and and Alex and Emma, as as recently mentioned, uh, maybe people are intimidated about the the process. Um, It's very noble that you didn't include yourself in that, Billy. I I was waiting for you to go, owing to the high quality of material that I, (laughs) Billy Sanford, was putting out that, you know, obviously other people might have felt like they couldn't step up to the mark, but um, that's it's, it's admirable of you to not include yourself in that list. Also, I mean, we've already covered Beepgate. Um, well, that's a good point. It's important, I guess, to make sure that people understand that this isn't just for high quality productions. <laughs> we'll also put absolute rubbish up on this feed. Um, <laughs> well, and and in fact, my very first uh, contribution was was sort of uh, along those lines. I uh, <laughs> did a cyanotype 
on location uh, just recorded on my phone. I remember that. You were one of the first people to get involved with on location, actually, weren't you, Billy? Uh, that I was very early on. Of course, the very first, uh, we had the delightful Jeremy North and Edward Bitt talking mm-hmm. through some uh, large format. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was good. I mean, that's the thing, ultimately, is that submitting something, not just for on location, but for the feed in general, it can be anything. I mean, this is the point we really want to get across to people. It can be anything. You can have any idea that you want, and as long as you can present it in an audio form like uh, for example if what you want to share is some sort of mime performance i don't know maybe <laughs> don't bring that to us that doesn't seem like the kind of thing we can help with but as, as long as it's an audio format we're really open to pretty much any idea that you've got um whether it's going for a photo walk or maybe um if you go to i mean you know what i would love billy i'd love some roving reporters i mean there's all sorts of stuff going on all around the world which shockingly i'm not getting paid enough by this company to go and look at so it'd be great if people went and did some roving reporting for us wouldn't it it would be good it would be good maybe um yeah t- uh give us a live report from a photo walk or um talk about a workshop uh if you get a free moment in the break and uh, tell us how it's going and what you're learning yeah or an exhibition maybe or i don't know i mean whatever listen <laughs> figure out what is there exciting near you billy that you could go and do a roving roving reporter from <laughs> uh probably you know uh, so in two weeks there is a um a big baseball event here locally where they're going to do what they call he- over here a home run derby, which is uh, basically um, baseball players trying to hit the ball over the outfield fence. And mm. um, I'm planning to be there and taking a few pictures, but it, because it's in a very historic uh, baseball park. So wanted to capture some of the, uh, some of the details of that park but yeah. you know any, any sort of outing like that well let me just clarify any sort of outing but maybe not like that listen i i realize we said <laughs> that pretty much anything is welcome but i'm not sure baseball <laughs> i mean <laughs> i think i'd actually rather have that mime show than a baseball based show. <laughs> well i mean more about the stadium itself but you're right perhaps that wouldn't be the best uh for an audio podcast maybe maybe or indeed a sport but yet somehow you guys <laughs> seem to persist with it uh you took the game of rounders and ruined it um <laughs> You know what we could do at this moment? Because obviously you and I have got great insight into this, but nobody believes a word we say. I don't know why. I've got a very honest face. You, <laughs> you're less, less so. But um, who do we know who is um, maybe a, uh, somebody we could talk to who could give an idea of what the experience of going through on location is like doing something for this show? You know, one of the other uh, early contributors was Alex Morrison, and I'm kind of friendly with him maybe i could call him up and talk to him a little bit about how he went about putting together his episode yeah that sounds like a good idea you do that whilst i visit the little boy's room
Alex, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm well, Billy. I'm well. How yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, so when you recorded this episode, you were this this was late 2020. You were still living here in the States in Las Vegas. That's and, right, uh, yeah. and since then you have moved uh, quite far away. And I was just <laughs> I was just curious. I've never moved to another continent, uh, especially with you know, with an ocean <laughs> involved. How did all of that go? How do you move how does one move all of one's earthly belongings? Such fortunately, a distance. I yeah, fortunately, I didn't have to move everything. Um, because on military, uh, they, they stored 90%, probably more than 90% of my stuff um, back here in the UK. Um, and then, yeah, we, we could have <laughs> us and our stuff all met up over the, the time of about a week or so, I think it took. Uh, okay. But I actually moved to America from Germany. So we left, we left Germany. Our stuff went back to the UK and we went off to America. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it was uh, nice to see it all again. I got to admit. I'll bet. I'll bet. And one of the things that has happened a little bit more recently was uh, we did we did a small little informal print swap over the summer uh, on the Sunny Sixteen Discord channel, uh, Round Robin, and and I was lucky to have to be your match. So I ended up with a lovely package from you in the mail. So thank you again for that. Uh, that's quite right. Sorry, the, the print was very amateur. I think the um, the negative was a lot harder to print from than I expected when I went into the darkroom. <laughs> right, right. No, no. I still got the package as well from, um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name who sent me my package. I, I still got it on my, it in my office waiting to be opened up. Um, we were saying just before we started recording, it works got crazy. And oh, right. I, I feel very guilty because I've, I've, yeah, apologies. And I've not yet managed to open it up. <laughs> right. Well, it, it was fun and it's good to catch up. Um, but when I reached out, I mentioned, you know, we we would like to encourage uh, people to uh, create some of these on location episodes. And you did do mm. one of the very early ones. So was hoping to chat with you just a little bit about what that process was like. And 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 like I mentioned, it was back in uh, t late 2020. And uh, I'll I'll post a link in the show notes for the listeners who might want to check it out. But but kind of go over the high level idea. What was the episode about, and how did you decide you wanted to do that? Do it on that topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked me to think back now. Um, so this <laughs> was yeah, this was quite early on when I was not long started four by five, yeah, large format photography, and there was a new developer just come out from the Sturman Press uh, company. Um, and I was involved in, I was involved in beta testing for them anyway. Uh, so I thought, yeah, why not kill two birds with one stone? And the percent seed, I think, was quite early on in the days then as well. So yeah, I thought, right, I'll, um, I'll take my, my few sheets of foamer, uh, go and expose them. And then I did a, a direct comparison of the, um, the foamer in uh, Ilfotec HC against the, the Sturman Press, uh, which was, well, it does. It gives a uh, a speed boost. So there's um, FP4, I think, I was shooting, uh, mm -hmm. and I shot it at 200. Um, uh, yeah, it came out. It came out really nicely. I, I couldn't tell the difference between the Sturman Press developer, which I, I I don't have access to it now because it's it costs too much to ship it across in the states. Um, right. I think they call it ultra for large format. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, I couldn't tell the difference between that and the uh, the HC. Um, 
and yeah, it was um, it was uh, it was going to be a, a thought process to try and expand the knowledge of this new um, new thing for for film photography out to the uh, to the community. Um, I, I, I what I desperately don't want is for film photography to die. So yeah, any kind of new thing like that, I'll I'll try and back if I can afford it, and I'll try and um, advertise it if it's not being that that well known. So I'll just try and get the word out there. Right, and that's kind of my thinking behind it. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense and and was very helpful. I thought so. It sounded like you you know you didn't record it all in just one setting. It sounded like you know maybe over several days, maybe even a couple of weeks, you recorded different pieces and then put it all together. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I think I went out for for two um, without taking photographs twice, uh, and then I did. Uh, I've got the um, Stern Press again. <laughs> got their uh, their tank, so I um, developed the the four sheets. Uh, it's just one subject. I took it both places, if I remember rightly. Um, and it's a while ago now, so yeah, I'm I'm trying to dig back. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I did the uh, developing in the uh, in the one place or the one time rather uh, with the four sheets. Um, no, it must be more than that because I did. Yeah, I did the development in two batches, obviously, because it's the two different developers. Um, but yeah, so I did the the, the recording in multiple takes, uh, and I just used my phone. Yeah, it was nothing, nothing, um, uh, nothing exciting at all that I used kind of the, the recording of it. I just used the phone and and the, the also microphone. Um, actually, the one mistake I made is that I was listening to listening to podcasts whilst recording it or whilst recording bits of it, uh, and don't lose don't leave your Bluetooth headset attached. Because the recording sound quality for that was awful compared to the uh, the, the Bilson microphone. Right, right. Now that 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 is a good tip because that is one of the things I was going to ask you. If if looking back on it, if there is anything you would do different or lessons learned, but that that sounds like a good one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, I didn't script it. I didn't do anything. Um, yeah, anything fancy for it at all. I was just kind of spoke uh, that's probably quite apparent um <laughs> it was a, uh, a definitely a, off the cuff uh, i think it's probably the best best way to put it <laughs> right no i agree and so have you had a chance to you uh, well you you mentioned the cost of shipping it but i didn't know if you had more of it that you had used in the interim time i have yeah so i've got two pouches of it i bought a bunch of it uh, i still have two pouches of it um in my uh, in my pile of chemicals, which I'll use at some point, but the pouches seem to last forever. Um, yeah, there's no air I can get in there anyway, and there's still pouches of powder uh, that I've got for now. Um, I've fallen onto the uh, the 510 Pyro bandwagon though uh, in a pretty big way. Uh, I'm enjoying using that, though I must admit it does stain badly. <laughs> <laughs> my wife prefers it when I use the, the non-staining developers. <laughs> right. Right. No, I can imagine so. I imagine so. And so just, you know, not to not to hold you to any time commitment, but you did mention that you're contemplating maybe doing another episode at some point. Yeah, it was one I thought of a while ago. Um, part of the reason I got into uh, listening to the podcast and part of the reason I got back into film photography, especially um, well, yeah, at the start of the pandemic, um, I was the job I was doing at that point. I was responsible for the um, for the COVID response for the unit I was on, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of what I was doing was just everything I was doing was to do with COVID. Uh, and decided I, I needed to do something just for myself. Um, so it was it was designed and it worked to um, to make my mental health better. 
uh, and I've ever been aware of more people than me using this or something crafty um, kind of for, for that exact same reason. Right. Um, so just started doing some, some research into that and all the kind of things which are the things I like about um, taking photographs generally, but especially about you know, manual analog photography, it's tactile nature, it's um, mindfulness, it's you know, breaking away from, from everything else that you, you can be thinking about. Um, all these things come up again and again and again as being you know, good things to mental health. So it's just kind of a, a bit of a review of, not a review, that, that's sounds far too grand, but a bit of a, a look at kind of the, the theory behind it and why it might work. And then just a, again, an exploration of, of how it works for me uh, and why why uh, analog photography might be quite so good for people's mental health. Um, in addition to getting outside and um, you know, being away from the screen, um, why, why the uh, the other parts of it might be so good for, for people's mental health as well. Right. I'm just trying to make that into something which is um, approachable and interesting because yeah, the the read the literature is very dry um so it's trying to make yeah. it a bit more interesting than perhaps we just made a sound there <laughs> <laughs> no I, and i would agree i mean I, I certainly that reflects my own experience i i got back into film right at the beginning of the pandemic as well and i think mm -hmm. for all for all of the reasons you mentioned it, it was really helpful to me um in getting through that through that time well, Alex, I do appreciate your time. And how can people follow along with what what you're up to? Uh, would you like to drive them to Instagram or Flickr or any of your other sites to see what you've so, been up to? So every once in a while, I update my Instagram. Uh, not a, uh, I'm, I post slightly more uh, frequently than Andre, I think, but not very much more than than him. Um, <laughs> so I'm uh, at Alex Morrison, 35. All right. And I will include that in the show notes as well. But uh, thanks again for your time, Alex. I really appreciate it. Billy, anytime. And thank you for all the uh, the work you do with the 2016 crowd as well. Uh, and thank you for yeah, keeping the feed up and keeping our brains back as well. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> all the best, Billy. Oh, sorry that took so long, Billy. How was Alex? Alex was good. He's uh, recently moved, you know, he was living in the uh, States here in Las Vegas when he recorded his episode, but has since moved uh, back over that way uh, towards Bristol, I believe. Yeah, he's, I've got to catch up with him one day. He's a great guy. He thinks the world of me, so it'd be nice to meet up, give him a bit of a thrill at some point. <laughs> uh, where were we on the agenda? Um... Uh, one last thing on the agenda for this month? Yeah, yes, uh, I believe uh, Holga Week is coming up the 1st through the 7th of October. Holga Week. Ah, yeah. The most magical time of the year when everybody furcles through their recycling bin, pulls out that plastic piece of crap and then proceeds to make pictures with it. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> are we judging it again this year? That's what I hear. The uh, street category? since uh, we're all known as uh, big street photographers. Well, yeah, I mean, I have photographed a big street in the past, so I guess that <laughs> qualifies me. 
Uh, have you got your Holger camera? Do you even own a Holger camera? I do not. Oh my goodness, Billy! Well, this is going to be a sham already, isn't it? I'm not sure Claire does. This is this is like the other year when uh, we did this judging. And it turned out that I was the only one who actually owned a Holger camera. Um, <laughs> actually, that's a point. We never did put that audio out. Or oh, make a note of that too on the uh, to-do list, Billy. Put out the judging from the 2019 <laughs> Holger week. I don't even remember now. It mostly turned into an argument where I wouldn't let Claire <laughs> go to sleep until we'd. Agreed to do what I wanted, basically. Um, <laughs> okay, Holger Week, and that's the first to the seventh. That's right. All right. And maybe, um, maybe someone could record their uh, Holger Week experience for an episode. That's a good idea. I mean, I would imagine it would sound something like, "I got out of my Holger. I had a disappointing time pressing the button. <laughs> the pictures came the, out. <laughs> they weren't the back great. Fell off. <laughs> the back fell off. Um, I'd hoped for artistic light links, but actually, what I got was <laughs> disappointing uh, sadness. Um, no, we love Holger Week. Um, I just remember I'm recording this. I probably got to say that just in case it ever comes back to haunt me. Um, okay, where are we at? I think that's it for stuff on the agenda for this week right well did we want to talk about well uh the cash flow for the biscuit phone yeah okay that was a thing i wanted to come back to so obviously cash flow is important for any international business and then that that is how i i like to view sunny 16 podcast is as an international business um it's nice to have money to do things like pay for the microphones and pay for the recorders and the, the feeds and all of that stuff. I mean, I don't know whether you, I'm sure you did listen. You hang on our every word, Billy, but we just put out these two <laughs> photography show podcasts. And if it wasn't for the money from our coffee donors, we wouldn't have been able to record those because of all the equipment we need for that. And anyway, that's all by the by. The real problem is biscuits. Um, because whilst it's great having the Sunny 16 Presents feed, the increase in people coming to 16, Sunny 16 Towers is really slamming into those biscuits. And I'm going hungry, and I'm not happy about it. I did notice, I did notice earlier in the break room that the uh, tea and coffee uh, supplies were running a little low as well. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, that's partly because of money. It's also partly because we really need to drop a roster of who buys those things, because it always ends up being me. I'm always the one that goes and does it. But a bit aid, it, 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 he just never remembers. He always comes in, always drinks all the tea, and never remembers to go and buy fresh tea bags. Well, I'm the, I'm the one that ends up having to load fresh paper into the copy machine. Oh, good grief. Does this always have to be about you, Billy? Yes, all right, you do have to load fresh paper into the copy machine. But that is largely because you're the one that insists on photocopying your ass every Friday. Find something else to do with your time. It's not there for your entertainment, Billy. I mean, not that we don't all appreciate seeing the photocopies of your butt around the office, but it's really not appropriate. Um, okay, well, what is the fund looking like this week for biscuits, etc.? Well, there's always there's always room for more. There's always room for more. Let's have a, let's have a quick. Oh, actually, we have got some people to thank. Um, so let's have a look. Ah, yeah. Mike Sutton. I want to say a big thank you to Mike Sutton. He not only funded biscuits for it this month, uh, also we were able to buy this delicious Victoria sponge cake. Um, sadly, most of that got eaten by Claire when she was on one of her Red Bull benders, but, you know, the thought was there. Uh, also, Alison Bell, she funded a box of chocolate-coated hobnobs that were so delicious. I mean, they 
did incite a bit of a fight between Aid and Ian Fleming from Quirky Cameras over the last one. Um, I won't say who won because it wasn't Aid, and that's quite embarrassing. Um, but really appreciate those guys for helping keeping us going. Um, I don't get fed very well at home, as I may have mentioned before. Everybody thinks that because Sinead bakes lovely cakes, that she bakes cakes for me to eat at home. She really doesn't, so I rely on office biscuits and cakes. Um, on the subject of money raising and money saving, I had a good idea, because one of us has got to, okay. and clearly it's not going to come from you, Billy. Um, <laughs> clearly, the most financially wise people that we have got are our coffee donors, because they're already making such a good use of their money by donating to us every month. So I thought I'd look into what they're doing to get some tips. Um, so I've got a few of them here. Okay. Uh, Dunstan Vavasor, he's reduced his petrol cost by half by the simple expedient of only driving to places downhill from where he lives. <laughs> Gary Florzak, he's rented his roof space out to a thousand squirrels. This is not only ensuring great insulation, but also all the acorns he can eat. Stephen Dowling of Cosmophoto.com, he's cutting costs by not spending any money on advertising. That's Stephen Dowling from Cosmophoto, supplier of both the fantastic Cosmophoto Mono and the new and exciting Agent Shadow, available from all good retailers now. Get it whilst it's hot. Andy D heard that the human body loses most of its heat through the head, so he's taken to sellotaping a plastic bag onto the top of his head to capture all of this heat when he's out for a walk, so that when he gets home, he can take it off and release it back into his house, keep his house, it's ingenious. That's a hot idea. It is a hot idea, really. <laughs> and um, Alex Purcell, uh, as many people will know, Alex Purcell, not only a, a gas engineer of extreme talent, but also a pet owner. So unsurprisingly, he's managed to hook up this Heath Robinson device where his house is now 100% heated by animal farts. It's fantastic. Um, I'm sure we've got more donors with more great ideas. We'll, we'll look at more of these next ones, but this is great. I think this is going to save us a lot of money at Sunny 16 Towers. I think so. We can certainly uh, learn from our donors uh, some of the ways we can we can save money as well. It will all help. Um, Billy, one of the things that we've been getting uh, no emails about is the fact that we frequently fail across all of our shows to include the email address. Now, it's not hard. All we have to do is make sure that Everybody putting out a podcast on the feed says at the end of it, the email address. I don't remember what the email address is off the top of my head. What is our email address? Sunny16presents at gmail.com. Okay, exactly. It's that easy. It's sunny16presents at gmail.com. So as long as we make sure that at the end of every podcast, the people recording it say, get in touch with us at... Sunny16presents at gmail.com. Unless, of course, they have their own email address, in which case, crack on. I mean, I really can't be doing with trying to sort that out. But, um, yeah, and that way, if anybody has any comments, criticisms, or perhaps even more usefully, they want to get in touch about actually doing something for the feed, then they know where to do so, right? That's right. Brilliant. Well, I'm done with this meeting. I think we should go and see if there is any of that Victoria sponge cake left. Well, that... That sounds great. I've I've been called to uh, talk to HR anyway. HR, okay. Human Resource Department about my behavior with a copier. Uh, yeah, good, good. Yes, I mean, 
it's, it's not so much the graphic nature of the images, it's really just the waste of paper that's upsetting me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you back here next month, Billy. You're driving on the wrong side of the road! Oh man, I really do need to talk to Mike Gutterman. He lets all of his people work remote and Andre sleeps half the time through that.